0: This podcast contains sensitive content, which some may find disturbing. Information shared here should not be construed as medical advice. If you or someone you love needs help with trauma, chronic pain, or anything else we discuss here, please seek out a medical professional. All resources shared are for entertainment purposes only. All content represents the opinions of Kim and Anna and any special guests and do not necessarily reflect the positions of any organizations they work for.
1: This is not ideal but we're going with it a mother-daughter podcast about chronic pain trauma mental illness and more kim is a trauma therapist and certified addiction counselor who lives in pennsylvania usa and her daughter anna is a scoliosis sufferer and trauma survivor living in the tropical north of australia join us each week as they discuss topics from their life experiences welcome to the show
0: Hello and welcome. This is Not Ideal, but we're going with it. The podcast. I'm Kim and I'm the mom. I'm Anna and I'm the daughter. And this definitely, as usual, is Not Ideal, but we're going with it because
1: this is already our fourth take.
0: (laughs) Yes. Hopefully not going to be our 40th by the time we're done. That's all right. I'm sure we'll get it. We'll get it together. Plus,
1: I love you and you love me. We've got a great relationship and I don't mind listening to myself talk for however
0: long it takes. (laughs) And I like listening to you talk too. It's always nice for me. And you like listening to yourself, just like I like listening to myself. Well, so, that's yeah. true. Let, I mean, let's just be honest. And about I like it. other people to listen. I like other people to try to listen to me talk, and I like other people to ask me questions about myself. <laughs> how was your birthday? Your birthday was a few days ago. It was. Why? Thank you. It was wonderful. It was also on Easter, which was made extra special. Wow. Okay. Now you asked me how my Easter was. Oh, okay. How was your? And what did? How was your Easter? Boy, that that was a lot of words just for how it's your Easter. Well, because I already knew, I already know how your Easter is, but there you go. Tell me how your Easter was.
1: My Easter was great because (laughs) guess what? It was my mom's birthday.
0: Yes, it was. That's so true. (laughs) See how I brought
1: that back around you? You can pay me back for that one later. Thank you. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Okay. Sounds good.
1: (laughs) So in this first podcast episode here, our first official episode, woohoo, imaginary streamers. Uh, we are going to go over. Yay, yay. We're going to go over the first really hard, kind of legitimately traumatic thing that we experienced together. Even though, ironically, we were, I think, what is it, about ten thousand miles apart from where you are to where I am.
0: Yes, and that brings up my first actual very scary experience. Was just you deciding. I just remember when you were deciding for your gap year um, what you wanted to do, and you're like Australia, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> that would be both amazing and terrifying. And I want to be supportive because I want to be one of those moms. And I also want to keep you in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And
1: guess what? You absolutely were one of those moms who was supportive to me. And also, oh, thank you're you. You're welcome. And also, we've stayed so close. I kind of I feel like I am in your pocket most of the time. So,
0: oh, yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, we're, we're well, real things. Technology. I think technology has helped and it also made some of the stuff you went through both helpful and also I felt like, you know, very much impacted, which I guess is good because I'm your mom.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. Well, shout out to Steve Jobs for helping us there with uh, some techno- right. technological advances there. Oh my word. I'm stuttering over Absolutely. the word technological yikes That's
0: all right, right moving you're on doing good anyway so hey, this- hey i still think learnt isn't a word i just want to put that out there it might be a word in your country oh. but i googled it it is not a word in my country oh my
1: word it is the past perfect tense of the verb to learn not my country i'm from your <laughs> country you nut oh my word Not google it yeah okay to our listeners google it i am willing to bet my <laughs> bottom dollar that learnt is a word l-e-a-r-n-t <gasps> it is a word it's just it's it might be slightly archaic yeah but it's a word
0: okay all right good well moving right along um talk about how it was that you had your first experience Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. so (laughs) tell us about that what happened
1: the we're just going to tell the first half of the story here in our first episode just because okay it's a you knew this already (laughs) Thanks
0: thanks for telling me that
1: I just want to be anytime. (laughs) Thanks for the support. So we're just going to tell the first half of the story because it is a long story spanning over. What was it? It ended up being almost two years, right? Before we finally got Mm -hmm. it under control. Yeah. So and over both countries here. So we're just going to tell the first half. But even the first half is is pretty, uh, pretty gruesome uh, in some parts. So I'm just going to. And
0: we'll post some pictures of you leaving the country so that they can kind of be aware of what that was like and all that. And we maybe can post some pictures on our Facebook page. Um, not ideal, but we're going with it. Wow. The Facebook page. What a, I don't know how. What a great reason to completely cut me off. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I like pictures. Mm-hmm. So we'll put some pictures that up there. That had absolutely and we want...
1: nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's Start. Right. Yeah. Start again. Our Facebook go. page is called Not Ideal, but we're going with it. We'd love it if you would go over there and visit. Uh, and yes, we will post some photos of when I left. Uh, but yes, where was I? So it spanned over both countries. You... I, yeah, I actually, I know yes. where I am because believe it or not, okay. I was interested enough in what I was
0: saying. But... You lived it. That's oh, right. Well, yes, and you, it. you lived it. Mm-hmm. So you you have it right in your head. Go forward. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. So
1: yeah, it's just the first half of the story, but it is gruesome enough that we're just going to put a butt tingle warning and also a tearjerker warning over this whole episode because it gets it gets intense at times. Isn't that right, Mom?
0: Yes, and we'll try to also be hopeful. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so yep. we're, we're not. We have obviously we've gotten through it too, um, but it was very difficult and very isolating and lonely during during it while it was happening. So yeah,
1: and let's let's be real. It was horrible, and it will never not be a horrible experience, even though we're through it. It doesn't make it any less terrible. When it happened doesn't make the memories any less terrible, just to be honest with you guys.
0: Well, so. hopefully, hopefully the more, hopefully the more we, we kind of move through it, it. No, the toxic parts, it, no, it's still, no, it's still, still toxic, bad. Okay. still bad. <laughs> Let's keeping
1: it real. Yeah. I think we should change the name of this podcast okay. to keeping it net. <laughs> 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 okay. So I'm just going to jump into the start of the story, mom. You can interject as I know you will, uh, with or without invitation, okay. uh, and just, <laughs> Thank you. Anytime. So the way this happened was I left for Australia to do some humanitarian work for about six months before I went to college. Uh, And in the first few months, I met my now husband, who is great. But uh, as for our first date, it it left something to be desired. I mean, well, then again, it really, it was memorable. So. that's all we can kind of ask for uh,
0: but- oh yeah this happened on your first date that is such a great point yeah. first date so this
1: was first impression this is first impression territory so wow. we took me on our first date to a botanical garden here in here in Queensland which is just stunning I mean the amount of wildlife the different trees the butterflies I mean it was just incredible and we went over there and I was awestruck uh, by being in this new country and all this wildlife that suddenly, you know, I had been in the city for the first few months. And then here suddenly I, there was this botanical garden right next to me that I didn't even realize existed until he took me there. And I showed up and there was this huge tree. I mean, the limbs of this tree were like the size of me going out. It They're incredible. I'm really high up and I got up there and it was probably like 12, 13 feet up in the air was the limb that I was on. And we were joking around and Aaron said to me, Aaron, my husband, but well, not at the time. But <laughs> right, uh, my beau at the time, he said to me, "That's well, not, Yeah, you were birthday.
0: just dating. It was your first date. Well,
1: true, yeah, but I knew I had him. I mean, let's be real. Uh, anyway, and you
0: liked him, and he was tall, oh, yeah. and he was kind.
1: Yeah, he's six five, and he's got cheekbones that could kill a man.
0: <laughs> he does have really nice cheekbones, and and we will put pictures up of. The oh tree, my word. We actually. Oh, I have- thought you were going to say we'll, case we'll case put, put photos trouble. up of his cheekbones. <laughs> oh, sure. We can do that, too. we have <laughs> he to put would put photos approve. up of everything. Everyone, wants to, everyone likes to see pictures. I'm a visual person. But anyway, keep mm, going. As we can tell. Uh, yeah, so
1: I was up there in the tree, and he jokingly said something like, well, I know exactly what he said. He said, oh, you should jump out of the tree, because I was complaining about how <gasps> difficult it would be. Oh, my word. <laughs> he did? He did. Can you believe this? I know you've heard the story 20 times. I thought he just
0: jumped out and said, come on. Or well, something.
1: I was complaining because I was so far out on the tree limb that I didn't want to have to scooch my butt all the way back because it's not like I had balance beamed out there. I mean, I'd, I'd scooched myself out. And I'm telling you what, it was chafe city already. And I did not want to go all the way back. <laughs> so he said, you should just jump out of the tree. Not that I told him it was Chafe City, but I just said, I don't want to scooch my butt all the way back. And he was like, well, you should just jump out of the tree. And I said, "Well, if I jump out of the tree, I'm going to hurt myself. And he said, oh, well, then don't. But I already felt like, you know, like I said, this was first impression territory. And I kind of felt like, yeah, I felt like my reputation was on the line. So I said, you know what? I'm going to jump. So I jumped. (gasps) Uh huh. Oh, I know this is—it's making my stomach hurt just thinking about yeah, how... Heidi, it. You're right. It is still—it is still difficult.
0: It is. Yeah. Okay. I knew
1: it wouldn't become any less any less toxic. Oh, I'm sweating
0: well, talking a about less it. toxic. A little less toxic for me because well, but my ankle just started hurting. Like my hurt mm. ankle started hurting while you're talking yeah. about this. That's oh, that's interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. but keep going. Yeah. So let's well, bring it back to me and my ankle. You-
1: For those of you who don't know, my mom and I have had the same surgery on our ankles because uh, same ankles, yeah, same ankle and same surgeries, similar surgeries. We'll get to that
0: story at another podcast.
1: (laughs) And she can't wait because it's going to be all about her. That episode we can talk about it now. (laughs) I know we can't. (laughs) Oh my word! So anyway, so I jumped, and this is the butt tingle part for those of you with queasy stomachs. Yeah, so I jumped out, and I hit the. (laughs) You haven't even heard it yet. Uh, I jumped out and I hit the ground, but I have, as for those of you who don't know, I have severe, I had severe scoliosis at that point, which means my hips weren't aligned. So one leg hit the ground uh, with the full weight of my body, uh, and the other one didn't hit until a split second afterwards. So I landed on this gravel flooring of this park and I heard this crack. And I actually thought that the tree branch that I just uh, jumped from.
0: Had Did you really? broken
1: off? Yeah, because it sounded like, thank you for being interested. I'm, I'm yes. so excited to tell you all about I've it.
0: I've never heard this part before.
1: Yeah, so it cracked so loudly. I thought that I had broken the branch. It sounded like in the middle of a really bad thunderstorm. You know, mm. you hear a crack of lightning or something and then a tree branch near a house falls off a tree oh, that's, I I hap- that's what I thought was happening. She must and, have looked up you because know, a big branch. I did look up. Well, when I hit the floor, oh. I kind of tuck and rolled because I was in so much pain it knocked the wind out of me immediately. Oh. And I just rolled onto my back and I was gasping for air and oh. at the same time looking up at this tree branch because it was giant and I thought it was about to fall on me, which, oh. you know, it also immediately made me self-conscious because I thought, holy I'm cow, <laughs> <laughs> I, must, I must be a behemoth. <laughs> to break a tree branch that size. Oh my word. But I jumped and there was this crack. And so then I saw the tree branch wasn't falling. And I looked down at my leg, which I didn't even feel because when I jumped, when I landed, all I felt was my back. I mean, it felt like I'd crushed every single disc in my back. I mean, it was the worst, some, it was the worst injury pain I think I've ever felt. Like the, like the immediate impact pain, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I looked down at my foot then because I thought, well, if it wasn't the branch, what just, What just cracked and Mm. I looked at my foot and oh man my butt's tingling just thinking about Mm. it (laughs) oof I looked at it and my whole shin on my left left side of my leg or the right side of my leg rather was snapped in two and the and the skin was stretched taut over this sharp teepee shape in my Mm. in the middle of my leg and it oh man it's just so gross and I looked down at my foot and my whole ankle It looked like it had gravel rash all over it, which it did. But it was also later we found out I had shattered two different points in my leg, in my Mm -hmm. ankle there. And tons of tiny pieces had just immediately gone out into the skin of my ankle, Mm -hmm. like around the joint. Oh, man. My butt. It's tingling for sure. and You poor thing. My I'm so sorry just, that happened. That's I know, terrible. I know. But my sweet date at the time, he he said, are you all right? And I said, I think I might have just broken something. <sighs> and it was bizarre because I'd never broken anything before in my life. I'd never had a broken bone. And so I had no idea what it was supposed to feel like. And he goes, yeah, it looks like something's sticking out of your leg Ooh. there. And I looked closer. Yeah, it was so gross. I looked closer and it was just... Oh, I don't even really want to go into it. But I know that it's the whole point of this podcast. And then you had
0: a long way to walk Uh, before you could get back to your bed, right?
1: Yes. So I actually I had I'd broken my one leg completely. My right leg was from the knee down pretty much. It broken in four different places, two of which were complete shatter breaks, like there weren't even clean breaks. But my left foot, which is a lesser known fact, despite how many times I've told this story. (laughs)
0: What is
1: it? It was fractured all on the heel. So my heel had fractured as well on my left foot. But we were, remember, we were in a gravel floored park. And Aaron was like, well, here, hop over to this bench and I'll look at your leg and I'll see what I can do. And so I had to hop barefooted on gravel on a freshly fractured heel all the way over to a park bench. And then we decided, yes, it's probably broken. And, you know, Aaron and I weren't very close at this time. So he said, well, I can carry you out. And I'm like, well, I am i don't really want you to carry me because I already just had this thought that I might be so heavy that I broke a massive tree branch. So I don't really want you picking
0: me up. Yeah, that's not exactly a first date <laughs> thing I, either. So,
1: yeah, it's not, it's not. But he was willing. Aww. And so I said, no, nah, how about you just put your arm around my waist and, you know, kind of do that carry that we always see in those army movies. And he said, All right, so you know, and this was after he had ran and gotten his first aid kit and he'd cleaned out all the gravel rash with a Q-tip. He was really wow. precious. I mean, he he, he had a first so aid good. kit? Yeah. So you can tell he did. He keeps a first aid oh, kit he with him just all like the time. Your dad. So he had it in his car. Yeah, he's great, isn't he? So yeah. So he poured water over my leg and got all the gravel out of it. But then we decided that it was it needed further yes. care. <laughs> so he said, Well. I'll help you, you know, here, let me help you hop back all the way out of the park. So remember, still, left foot is still fractured, but it's the only foot I've got. Not willing to let my husband carry me because for those of you who don't know, I am 6'1". I am not, I'm not a tiny woman. And so I wasn't comfortable with that. So he helped me hop all the way out. Oh my word. It was so painful. And I remember I had to hop up three flights of stairs to get to the level in my dorm that I was, that my bedroom was on. And he helped me hop up every single stair. And by the time I got to the top of the stairs, I was in so much pain that I was literally gasping for air. Plus I just hopped up. I mean, three flights of stairs that would put, that would take the wind out of pretty much anyone. And yeah, thanks. And he looks at me and he goes, boy, you're so unfit. Oh my word. And I look at him and I go. Yeah, because uh, this is our first date and he's here telling me that I'm so unfit. Yeah. And
0: plus, like you yeah. had the idea about jumping. What?
1: I know. Yeah. So it was not it was not it was our fun. moment. But then my it was not It was far less than ideal. And I actually I just teased him about having said that tonight. I've never let it go. I've continually brought it back up. And he yeah. probably so feels bad. Feel no fear. He, yeah, he, he does feel bad yeah, that he said that. He is a sweetie. Anyway, so eventually I get back to my room. I take a nap to try to reduce the swelling and I wake up and my foot is completely black. And mom, do you remember what I did? Um,
0: I think, well, all throughout this whole story, I think I was sound asleep in my bed. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was But of I night, kept my time. phone
0: so that I could hear every, you know, I could hear it ding if you, if you messaged me. So I heard it ding a few times. Right. And then I think you called me.
1: And then I called you. Yeah, I sucked it up and paid the international minutes fee. I called you. You picked up your phone. And I said, listen, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, I'm doing really well. But earlier today, yeah, I jumped I out of a tree and I'm and looking my at my heart foot sank. now. I, yeah, keep yeah. going. <laughs> and a couple hours ago, I jumped out of a tree. And I I just woke up from my nap that I took to try to reduce the swelling. And my foot is now black. And so I'm just wanting to know what, what I should do. Hospital. And what did you say?
0: <laughs> I said, hospital. Yeah. Hospital, 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 hospital. go get there. I think that's, I think that was my nice, kind, non panicked response. (laughs) By this point, I was standing straight up like I I had gone from being completely (laughs) laying down with the phone next to my ear. By the time you got to butt, I was standing (laughs) straight up, ready to you know, send help and be help and run over there. And of course, you know, it's impossible for me to do anything. But anyway, keep going.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah, this was one of the first send help to one, two, three, four, I'm dying straight. I was like, what do I do? And plus, you know, it's, I didn't know how much time had elapsed. I'm thinking, you know, are you going to be going into shock or anything? I was, my brain was running and I'm trying to, you know, but I'm on, I'm in Pennsylvania and you are in Australia. So anyway,
1: yeah. Well, cutting out some of the fluff of what happened
0: next, I finally, it
1: took me about an hour to find people because this organization that I was with was run by very passionate (laughs) 15-year-olds. No, they were great. But it did take me a long time to find somebody to drive me to the hospital. So I, I grabbed my friend. She helped me find well, wait, somebody. Wait, wait. You have to tell the, get to the hospital. you're like,
0: well, you know, I was like hospital. And you said, well. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: I'd asked three of the staff members in that
0: organization
1: what they thought I should do. And they all said, well, it just looks like a sprain to me. And so I was convinced at that point that it was just a sprain. And I know you said to me then, what did you say? I said, are any of them mothers? <laughs> Yeah. And I said, no, and immediately, I mean, before the no,
0: yeah, before the no was even fully out of my mouth, it was hospital, 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 Uh, do not say another word until you're calling me from hospital. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I get to hospital, (laughs)
1: the hospital, oh my word, I'm forgetting my articles. We are, well, that's what we call it here. We say hospital as in like right. proper noun. We don't even. Use I was the using article. it because
0: anyway. I my panicness didn't give me any use of extra words. I just could use hospital, nouns. Hospital. So anyway, okay, keep going.
1: Yeah. So so I got to the I got to the hospital and they took the scans and I remember the guy came and got me from the X-ray place. I was in a wheelchair, understandably, and I couldn't even put my foot on the wheelchair pedal. I mean, I was having to. I was holding my leg up with my hands, holding it in midair, just letting it dangle because it was so sensitive to any kind of touch, you know, understandably. And I remember this, this man came and got me, which funny story, this same man ends up being the coworker of Aaron's best friend. So like years later, I met him wow. again as that's because it's yeah, quite a small country. A close friend of my it's quite a small husband. country.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, it's not that small. It's
0: huge actually.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So long story short, he comes and gets me from the x-ray room and he's silent, completely silent. And I looked back at him and I said, just give it to me straight. Is it good news or bad news? And he goes, Mm. bad news. And I said, is it broken? And he said, short answer. Mm. Yes. Long answer. And this still cracks me up because it was not a long answer (laughs) at all. (laughs) He said, said, long answer. (laughs) He said, long answer, you're going to be here for a while. And my heart just Mm. sank because I was scheduled to fly out to Papua New Guinea to do some humanitarian work three days later. And I had just apparently broken my leg to the point of needing to be in the hospital for, quote, a long time, yeah unquote. So, yeah. So. I get into the room where my friend is waiting for me. The the staff member from this organization who had driven me to the hospital was getting Subway for himself. <laughs> oh, that's right. And was actually... I forgot that part. Yep. He missed the entire first half of this. He was gone for the x-rays. He was gone for the diagnosis and the <laughs> prognosis. So it was just me and my 22-year-old friend who we were both crying. And my staff member was nowhere to be oh. found.
0: <laughs> you but know, he, the, was, you know. he was at least putting anyway. good nourishment to, to, to strengthen him for the rest of the journey. <laughs>
1: He was very sweet. And if, if Ian, if you're listening to this, I forgive you, (laughs) but he he wasn't there. And so this guy, this doctor is giving me the prognosis and he's saying, all right, so here's the thing, you know, do you have any family in the area? I said, no, you know, I, my family couldn't possibly be Uh. further from the area, but I've got my friend here and we've gotten real close in the last two weeks. So just give it to me straight doc. And he said, well, you've broken your leg in four places. It's absolutely going to need surgery. There's no way it'll it'll heal on its own. We can't. It's so swollen right now, and it's likely to continue being so swollen right. You know, in the next foreseeable future, that we can't even put it into a cast. But what we are going to have to do, and and he said, you're going to want somebody to be holding your hand for this because it's going to hurt so badly. He said. He said we're going to have to put you in a what's called a back slab, which is like a cast except the top of the cast is just plaster. There is just a gauze to allow for more swelling. And he said, we're going to have to set your leg, which I know mom, you have some experience Mm -hmm. with that as well. After you broke Mm -hmm. your leg in your accident. Yep. So it's some of the, Oh man, my Mm -hmm. stomach is hurting and I'm sweating. It's just thinking about this.
0: Do you have any water? Do you have a warm (laughs) cup of tea? Do you have a blanket?
1: I never, (laughs) no kidding me. It's the tropics. I'm sweating. Oh, I'm (laughs) sweating. Yeah, I know. Um, And my friend says, oh, you know, do, you know, do you want to be alone for this? And I said, no, no please stay, please stay. And so now this, he comes this, in was not and this guy's got I, a that big was with you on him at this point. No, no, no. Aaron, Aaron drove me back to my dorm. And then I think he left cause he was feeling pretty bad. And I said, you know, I'll let you know what happens. So he leaves. So I, you know, and then I left for the hospital. So back to where I was at in the story. So we're there. And this, this doctor has quite a substantial <laughs> beer belly on him. <laughs>
0: How is that (laughs) relevant? No, this is crucial
1: to the story. It's crucial to the story because it. It was my first true, pure interaction with what I have found to be consistent Australian oh. behavior. <laughs> he marches in with his beer belly and he says, "You know, you're gonna want to. Uh, do you want me to get you to something, something to bite down on?" Bite because down on? Seriously? For those of you thinking, "Oh, surely, yeah, yeah, I'm serious." Because what we had discovered already was that I was on the highest possible dose of morphine already, and it was having absolutely right, which, no effect. Which we should talk so, about
0: at some point. We'll yeah, talk about later. redheads and pain meds. Yeah.
1: Well, no, oh. it's not just redheads. It's the fact that me personally, I'm extremely opiate resistant, which means none of the standard painkillers that they give you in hospitals work at all for me. So morphine, oxycodone, all of those meds don't work at all. So all of the stuff that they want to give you and is their first protocol to give you, none of it helps hmm. me at all. And so they had me on all this morphine and they said, you know, are you feeling sedated at all? Are you feeling like you can't feel the pain anymore? And I said, no, the pain is worse right now than it has been since I broke it. And he said, well, it's about to get a lot worse. And so I remember I started singing to myself, singing hymns to myself to try to calm myself down. And I had my hand up against the wall because the hospital bed was right next to the wall, it was in the corner of the room. And he takes his beer belly and he essentially gut bumps my foot (laughs) and slams my foot up into a right angle, which for those of you who weren't there, meaning all of you except the doctor and my one friend, my foot at that point was so swollen and so kind of cranked off to the left side it was you know cranking it into a right angle was a total readjustment I mean it was so far from where it had fallen and he takes his gut and he just pushes my foot uh, with his gut into a right angle and it was so painful and I remember my I remember scratching the wall with my hands because of how much it hurt baby and all this time I don't mean to make you feel Uh bad about this mom but all this time I was trying to call you and dad and joe but it was, since it was the middle of the night, you guys weren't picking up. What? And I, I had no idea to sleep why. That night. I don't think I slept ever again. Well, I don't know what, what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it, <laughs> I don't know what it was. But oh, I couldn't get a hold of you, you or Joe thing. or dad. And finally, yeah, finally, Joe, my brother, picks up his phone. He's like, hello. And I'm like, Joe, it's me. And I'm starting oh. to cry a little bit. I had also tried to call Aaron at this point, but he was nowhere to be found. So everyone oh, had deserted me in my hour of need and I was so scared. I know. And Joe picks up my saving grace and he says, What's going on? And I said, Joe, I broke my leg and I'm I'm not gonna be able to go to Papua New Guinea. And I'm starting to cry hard and I'm becoming, you know, illegible on the phone, or inaudible rather. <laughs> illegible. And I'm just losing myself in sobs. We yeah, I know. We okay, hate all, right. You. <laughs> all right. Enough. Um <laughs> and he goes well anna what 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 are you talking about and i said joe i just i need you to get a hold of mom and dad i need you to get a hold of mom and dad drive over there Aww. if you have to and so eventually then he found a way yes, to get did. you to call me and then you called me and i said i said listen things are yeah. not good and by that point my foot had been set i had been through the screaming and the pain and right right as i'm as i hang up the phone with you having let you know that all this is happening. My staff I'm member Ian <laughs> walks in burping oh, after a so. subway sandwich. <laughs> and he walks in. He's like, he's What's like, going on, guys?
0: And, I, and
1: I've got <laughs> and I've got Aww. tears streaming down my face. And I just gestured to, gesture to my friend, uh, gesture, not gesture. <laughs> gesture to my friend Kayla, you know, saying, Can you please tell him what's happened? And she says, her leg is broken. She's going to need surgery. They need to keep her in the hospital. She's not going to be able to go to Papua New Guinea. And I remember this, this guy, Ian, the the leader, he looks at us and he goes, stop. As in thinking we were joking, like that I had somehow become such a proficient actress that I was able to actually have tears streaming down my face for the sake of a joke. And he goes, oh, stop. Like, what's the real deal? And then we go, this, this is, this is what's happened. And he goes, are you serious? And I just see. I remember seeing his eyes just go so wide. And so I was kept there overnight. You know, the bad news was communicated around to everybody who I knew there and to my family. And finally, I got a hold of Aaron. And then well.
0: began. Everybody and then learned. began the long wait, actually, which was even more excruciating because um, the way they do medicine there, if you're not the highest level trauma you get bumped if anybody comes in with a higher level trauma than you. So you got bumped for how many days? 15
1: days I was bumped for. So I was ready for surgery after day two. Uh, or on, on the evening of the third day, my leg had gone down and it's swelling enough to be operated on. And yet every day, and they started, so that's when they started fasting me because for surgery, you need to fast for the an, uh, anesthetic. You need to be fasting and not have anything in your stomach. So they fasted me from midnight until 11 p.m. Oh, that was PM, so hard. Every single day. Yep. Every day for 12 was days. Was it 12 days? Anna, I was going to say like
0: six. Was yeah. it 12?
1: No, Oh no. Oh, it was my. twelve. And my my insurance ended up launching an investigation as to why I hadn't been operated on because that's how bad it was. And then they operated the day after my insurance started investigating. This
0: is true. Now but- we are right at the end of our podcast and we that might be a good place to stop because we haven't even gotten into the surgery and the recovery and all that followed that. True. Oh,
1: I have so much more to share.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm we want I'm on a roll, baby. You are. It's so true, but we don't want to keep our listeners, you know, hanging on. We will be back with episode two, with more from Anna and all that she went through. And you did such a great job sharing that. I am amazed, and uh, you are—you are right. Some of the details I, my brain has let go of more, and so that's very interesting to me.
1: Yeah. Well, the next—the next episode, if we do end up going more into detail about this, is going to be about all the things that happened during those 12 days, which pretty, pretty horrifying. That's true. And
0: over here, just not understanding, you know, what was happening, trying to, you know, having absolutely no power to get you operated on, having no power to get your pain under control. It was very, very tough. I, I remember just, oh, that terrible, terrible feeling. And again, my brain is saying it was like six days, goodness, 12 days. How did I make that through? I have no idea. (laughs) Well, I know how Just I made it, it, it too. I me. lost like 15 pounds. Yes, I know. From having <laughs> I'm every day. Sorry. I know. This is not about <laughs> me, but I'm going to make <laughs> it about me. Yeah. Anyway, bring it back
1: to me, please. Bring it back to me. The important <laughs> one. I'm the star yeah. of this episode. You were you so brave. Your
0: you were so brave. And this is also how I got to know Aaron because I ended up starting to really rely on Aaron at this point. Our whole family did. And that was also a very interesting time because because then your team actually left. And Aaron was the only one who was still there that we knew. So
1: Yeah. Everyone I knew went up went forward onto Papua New Guinea and I was left alone. Yes. Which is a theme of both of our lives in when we've experienced hard things. Well, it is. Not I mean loneliness completely is completely
0: alone, but definitely feeling the weight of that. So but yeah. never, never completely yeah. alone.
1: Well, I said loneliness. I didn't say
0: destitution. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> hmm <laughs> well on you, that you, note you just really need to correct me you just always need
1: to uh, correct oh <laughs> uh,
0: I, I think you might you might do a teeny bit of correcting of me too if I if I may say so
1: <laughs> uh I don't think that's true <laughs> <laughs> that was, you just did
0: it that's the point oh my word that was the joke oh, the joke is it. funny because oh got it all right listeners we are so glad you are with us to talk through these stories we're glad you're interested we hope you're still here with us Um, and we will be back next time with episode two, not ideal, but we're going with it. The podcast, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you guys for joining us today. Stay tuned for more podcasts from Anna and Kim on the new series, not ideal, but we're going with it. Also check out their new website at www.notideal.net.